guys welcome this is our podcast episode number 155 rather sorry this is our podcast number 17 wow we're not doing well tonight so guys thank you very much for joining we us. don't lump us in with you yeah so true <laughs> bringing the whole show down yeah guys my name is todd Ansich. thank you very much for joining us in the uh, podcast studio we have josh zubizabrickus sup Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings, how are you? Jamie King from uh well, we'll have to find out where yeah, you're easy. from shortly. Easy. We gotta <laughs> we gotta consult our lawyers first. <laughs> For sure. We also have Matt the Crip pushing buttons and doing all the production. Hoy hoy. And um Seb. Bonjour no. There there you go. Thank you very much. Um all right, guys, so this is our after show slash podcast. If you're watching us live, thank you for joining us. If you're watching us in re or listening to us in Rewind, that means you found us on iTunes or Podomatic from an Android device. So this week, guys, PSP Dallas is just around the corner yes. this weekend. Uh, games start as early as when? Probably Thursday this week, I would say. All right, guys, what we're going to do is um, we have a couple things to get to. We have Nick Slowiak from Houston Heat. Uh, who will be calling in in a moment, and we'll get him on the show, as well as we have a raft of your questions that we're going to get to on the show as well. A raft? A raft. Oh, I like these. A raft. Yeah. Why don't we hit one question first, and we'll see if we can't get Nick on the uh, show in the meantime. Anyone have a question? Yeah, this seems uh, quite pressing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I could tell by the your voice that... Yeah. Zachary yeah. Thomas Beatty asks, <laughs> Pinocchio Speed getting an extended nose anytime soon? What? Uh, yes, and we actually have an answer to that question, but I don't have it handy. So let me get that in for you in just a second. So I shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> yeah. Wrong question, too, it Matt. Was, it was too pressing. So hang tight Wrong. on that, and I will, I will get to, to that. Handle. Give us an easy one. All right, so a throw us question. a lob ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Seb asks, when is Dimatrix coming out with an OLED board integrated? <laughs> <laughs> wow, my question made it to the podcast. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Yeah. I made it. All I right. quit. <laughs> well, it's not something I can comment on right now. Um. Very good, Seb. I think I seem to have Skype up and loaded. Can you see <clears> if <throat> I have volume on my Skype channel? Nick, are you there, sir? I can. Can we give him a little yeah, more volume? Yeah, I'm going to bump up. Uh, hey, Nick, uh, why don't you tell us what time you woke up this morning? Tell us a story about your day while I do the audio. <laughs> um, I woke up at all all times this morning. I was up at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. I don't think I got out of bed till 10, though. Very nice. You <laughs> lucky bugger. <laughs> yeah, Ow. so kids at home, if you want to be a professional paintball player, they don't get out of bed until 10 a.m. <laughs> so don't go to school, don't go to college. Nick said it, you heard it. I took my the first nap at work today at 10 a.m. <laughs> and the flip side is that we, we've played five days straight. So Very good. Where have you guys been practicing? Uh, we were practicing at Legends Paintball Field in Houston, Texas. Ah, now are all things bigger down there? A lot of things are, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good. Who are you practicing against? We were playing against Art Chaos. 
Ah. Very nice. We were just talking about them earlier, actually. Yeah. How are you, how do they look? They look good. Yeah. They look good. Um, Handsome. I, we've had a quite a bit of experience with a few other guys in the past, obviously. Yeah. Them being on heat, um, but they're looking good. They've got a, a few guys that are new to the team. Um, some new new Russian players I've never heard of, as well as the addition of Clint Moore <laughs> and uh, Axel. Some Russian so, players well. you've never heard of, or you can't pronounce. <laughs> Well, either. either right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I never heard of it. I mean, that might be a little negative, but um, I, haven't, I haven't seen them play in paintball, uh, competitive paintball in Europe or, or in the U.S., so um, it's always good, you know what I mean? If you can see new players come up to the pro ranks in any any league from any any nation, any any place, that's good to see. That, yeah, yeah that's for happening. sure. Um, so Dallas is this week. You guys are ready for it. You guys have been practicing. Um, can I get your prediction? Who, who do you think is going to hit cream of the crop here? Houston Heat. <laughs> now, now, I should reframe my question. Nobody honestly cares about pro. We're talking D5. Who who of the D5 teams are you? Uh... <laughs> the GI Sports All-Stars. Oh, yeah? Hey, uh, Nick, how about that uh, that snake? Any uh, Anybody excited about that cool-looking snake? A, a lot of the guys are really excited about it. Um, yeah. This field plays really fast and very chaotic. At least it does for us and a lot of uh, the games we had. But Chad George, Thomas Taylor, Sam Monville, um, right. Ryan Zahn, they get in there and they go crazy. They get up to the 50 snake really quick, and uh, they get a lot of kills, and there's going to be a lot of bunkering, a lot of trading out up there. So yeah. I always like it when I'm not playing a point. I can sit back and just watch the chaos. And Did, it, did anyone else notice the name dropping? I, 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 I know Nick Slowiak. <laughs> <laughs> and can we get maybe your... Oh, i got to tune in. i got to watch the chat box. <laughs> can we get your, uh, your thoughts on the uh, 10.2 uh, BPS? Rule change, perhaps, sir. Just the ten point two, or the coaching. But from what I heard from Chad, uh, not Chad, with Sam, basically he's saying that you guys practice with no coaching, anyways. So it, it didn't seem to really matter to him. But the, yeah, uh, we, every time we practice, we don't have coaching, right? Um, at all, really. I mean, there are a few times when you'll you'll play with a, against another pro team where. You know, it gets to the point where if they are coaching, you want to help your guys out and throw a couple words in there and let them know what the situation is. Right. Um, but we never ever have coaching, so for us, this is just going to be another um, another just trip in the park, I guess you'd say. Um, we do have some really awesome weapons in Mama D, and now and having Greg Sewers on the team, getting his dad, um, their voices carry. So even though they'll be in the stands, um, that'll help us as, as much as it'll allow. But uh, when it comes to the ten point two, I mean. It is what it is as long as it's a level playing field and everyone's using it. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't think it's going to – I don't think changing the rate of fire to 10.2 is going to make the game any more exciting. I think the way this field layout is, if they would have thrown this field layout up, whether it be in the CXBL in Canada at 15 balls a second or the AXBL um, or the any any league, Millennium, PSP, right. if they would have put this layout last year at 12.5, it, it would be just as exciting because there's – there's so many places you can go, and so many people can get shot off the break. So, so you don't think the, that the uh, the slower rate of rate of fire is going to make the games a little more explosive, a little little more uh, a little I more mean, quick? I mean, I think I think obviously I think because the rate of fire is slow, the ga- the distance between balls, I mean, is there? Yeah, some people will probably get to some spots because the right. rate of fire is slower. But I mean, in the if you look at the top ten teams. Um, or the, even in the top five teams, those top five teams are probably still going to be the top five teams. 
mm-hmm. it's not going to change much. Um, and so, I mean, their shots are on, their lanes on, snap shooting, running and shooting. That's all right. It's all there. Yeah. And we could all be shooting eight balls a second, and it, I think it's still going to be the same. So, whether it goes from ten point two to fifteen, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I don't think the rate of fire is going to change. I think they just need to be. Uh, the PSP needs to be really proactive with the layouts, yeah. and that'll. I, see, my prediction was with the lower lower rate of fire and with that field layout, I still predict, I, I know you're saying that, but I still predict you're going to have a little more explosive, um, maybe not breakouts, but uh, mid, mid-game mid game moves. I think I, I think the, the points are going to be shorter. Um, uh, on this field, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't, I don't think we've had a game go longer than a minute and a half. Yeah. Hey, we're, I mean, people are dying. We're losing one to three people on the break. Is the kill it's box... Is the kill box the old style, or it's that uh, house-looking thing that we saw for the last couple of games last year? You know, I don't know. They changed that up. Yeah, um, it last year to, where it was uh, was a house, and then they changed it to yeah. just a wall. Okay. And yeah. I I know a lot of people are not happy with that. Yeah. Um, if you're in the penalty box, it really limits what you can do if you come out of it. Right. <laughs> and it's not fun. Yeah. Now Joe Kimson has a question, um, and and I'm going to ask it for him. Um, oh, yes. Hi Nick. I have a question, but down, I'll have the answer. Down <laughs> down Joe. down at this event, where's a good place to get some food? What are you looking forward to? <laughs> for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Dallas? Absolutely. You got. You uh, must have know. a favorite haunt. Come on. You know, I've only we've only been there once, so I haven't really had an opportunity to really explore explore the food i mean they do have in and out burger and chick-fil-a there in and out burger is the way to go <laughs> the staples so, are there right yeah see forget talking paintball we're just going to talk food that got everybody interested right there <laughs> i do have I another say, that's completely fine i say we all meet up and just go get some food then i i, I think so hey I nick so. how's the uh how's the um lux uh, 3.0 aka uh oled this bad boy right here uh, I wish I could see it. I don't think you're. He, he's showing it to you right now. He's he's got a he's got it booting oh. up right now, and it's got oh. Flappy Birds on it. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, it's you know what? It's no. All right, good. Now it's off. Nick, <laughs> it's great. Nick, you, know, you are quite good at keyboard. turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to secret mode on it? <laughs> no, there's no secret modes. I mean, it is nice to uh, to be able to do everything with a screen. Um, but I say with the Lux, with how with how great guns shoot, with how smooth they are, all you gotta do, for, really for me, I just need to turn it on, turn it off, and that's it. So I mean, it's a, it's a great added function if you're, say, for us, I guess, you know, going up to Canada and playing the CXBL, going to Europe and playing the Millennium, to be able to, with the ease of having the board, the OLED board, to be able to switch between settings, um, specifically rate of fire, it's a. Uh, it's pretty handy. I mean, yeah. you just turn the gun on, hold the trigger down, and you're, you're in programming mode, and you're good to go. Now, speaking of the CXBL, we're going to do some coverage of that this year. Um, you've had an opportunity to play up in Canada with the CXBL as well as obviously down in the States with all the major leagues. How does the Canadian players compare to the U.S. players aside from the fact that we apologize when we shoot you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've been shot by quite a few Canadians and have never apologized. <laughs> oh, man. I think I had a bounty on my head at one point, too. Um, you know what? It's... it's I started playing in the CXBL in 2007, and there were a lot of a lot more teams. And since the league has shrunk, <clears throat> the teams have shrunk that have played in the elite division. Now, um, it, the play has gone has skyrocketed, and I know that there are quite a few Canadian players um, that could easily participate in the pro league on yeah. on pro teams. Good to hear. Very good to hear. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's so it's a bit of a fight for you when you come up. At least it's not just a cakewalk. A lot of people think they come up to Canada and it's uh, it, it's it's not you know it's not a difficult go- it's not a difficult go. 
No, you know what? I think and it's it's I think it's a bad stereotype. I don't know if it'd be a stereotype, but people hear about how the older U.S. pro teams have gone to Europe and just dominated in the past, and I think people instantly assume that if you you travel internationally, say even going to Canada, oh, you know, you're just gonna you're gonna beat these guys. But I mean, realistically, there are you know a lot of players in Canada that are only a few hours away. Even if even that from the border and travel back and forth and play in the U.S. quite a bit and vice versa. So, yeah. Um, yeah. there's not a lot of difference. There are there are very there are a lot of very good um, players in Canada who could easily be ranked pro or be playing on a, pro, a professional team. Yeah. Um, and it's just the, unfortunately, I guess I think it's just the distance between those players and the and the pro teams here. But very good. Um, what I'm hearing, Todd, is that Nick wants me on his team. <laughs> What'd you say? I, it's Jamie talking. I'm just hearing that you want me on your team. That's all I heard out of that. Hey, show, you can come and try out anytime, man. Oh, try out. <laughs> well, I mean, you yeah. lost me there, Nick. Sorry, but you, you don't have a visual on Nick, but he was doing air quotes when he said try out. So. <laughs> Very good. So, Nick, we won't keep you much longer here. What's uh, what, what's going to be the event that you're looking forward to the most this year? Um, Do you like the World Cup venue? Are you uh, obviously Dallas? You've only been there the one other time, uh, but what what event are you looking forward to? I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them. I mean, Chicago's always a lot of fun because all, a lot of my family and my friends come out. My non paintball friends that you know, that really don't associate with it at all, so that's always a lot of fun to go. We're out there, there as well. <laughs> yes. Well, I, mean, I was going to get to that right. We're already, yeah. we're supposed to have we're supposed to have dinner in Dallas, so I mean, don't poop out of me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on now. Very good, very good. I mean, all all the events are fun. So. Yeah. yeah, and you think that uh, with the last not. Uh, I'm not gonna say last minute, but with the uh, with the late arrivals of uh, of putting your team together, you guys think you're gonna gel for the first event, or are we gonna wait till later on in the season to see you guys uh, come together? Uh, I I think we're gelling perfectly fine now. Yeah. Um, the true test is gonna be on the field with the refs. Um, we had a really good chance to do that earlier uh, a couple weeks ago in California for an event, yeah. um, and that helped. Okay. So now here's um, the question: Eric Engler in the chat forum writes. Um, he would like to know who has the better hair, Nick Sloyak or um, Thomas Taylor. Well, Thomas all his hair off. So ah, well then there is your answer right I don't know. there. I don't know what to say. You win by <laughs> default. <laughs> Very good. I, you know what? I yeah, let the people decide. Yeah. All right. I don't well, know how you're. I don't know how you don't get a vote, Todd. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm in a whole other hair club for. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Thanks, Nick, for for joining us, and uh, we wish you guys well at PSP Dallas. And um, we'll get you back on the show before uh, before the next event and uh, talk to you about how how it went and uh, you know how you guys are feeling for the next event for sure. Um, sure thing. Yeah, and I know it wasn't a stretch for you to be on the show because I know you watch every Monday night. We see you in the chat forum and interacting. So thank you very much for that. I, I try and switch my name up as much as possible to be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Nick. Um, good luck next week thank or you. this weekend, and uh, we'll chat with you again shortly. Bye, Nick. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. See you thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Now that was Dick Sloyak, guys. Hopefully, these guys are going to be able to um, get this team together, and we wish them wish them good luck. Uh, we do have our Skype up that uh, later in the program, guys. Once we get through some questions, we'll take a couple Skype calls if there's time. Uh, but for now, why don't we get to uh, Matt? You have a couple questions. Uh, yeah, know. I do have a couple questions, but you never did answer about the Pinocchio. I but I'll carry on. Yeah, Anyhow, I will look that up right now. Actually, yeah, no worries. Um, <coughs> so Todd, excuse me. <laughs> no worries. So Todd Farentold. 
Are y'all coming to Dallas for both PSP and Pegasus Bridge? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to mow my lawn. Yeah, no, none of us it's unfortunately are going. Uh, we've got a couple of events that we're doing locally. Um, we might hit PSP Chicago this year, Joe and I, or we might hit. Uh, we'll definitely hit World Cup this year for sure. Yeah, Tangoka's worn the rough. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Matt, do you want to? Re- I have that uh, that question earlier. Do you want to reread it just in case people forgot what it was? Oh, um, Pinocchio speed getting getting a extended nose anytime soon. Um, this uh, I uh, sent a message to Josh Silverman, uh, one of the editors of X3 Paintball Magazine, and he gave me an answer. He said, no extended nose on the speed. The speed is intended uh, to be our smaller, lighter, faster tournament aimed hopper. Uh, so we wanted to keep a very small profile. We kept the nose detachable to aid in cleaning and maintenance. Um, but, uh, yeah, there won't, be, there won't be a large nose on that hopper. So, yeah. Hmm. Maybe you'll see more of the, uh, the pro teams and uh, speedball guys using that in their... In the day to day, I I have a question about the Pinocchio hoppers. I've never really used one. I've seen some people use them. Can someone please tell me what is so awesome about them? I second that motion. Question, sir. Like I would like I uh, legitimately asking these questions. Please give yeah. me one reason why I should switch to Pinocchio hopper from my Z2. Well, it's hard to pry that strike loader out of your hands when you're playing. So. <laughs> I know. You but know, no, like legitimately, please give me yeah. one one very good reason. You know, I'm going to talk to and Josh. not be, because it's better yeah. or because it holds more ammo. I'm not sold on that. I need to hear something I'm going to get Josh to send us a couple for us to have a look at, and then you can actually have a look and see. Maybe it is the cat's ass. Maybe it's not, but at least you can you can figure it out for yourself and see what you think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to try one. That's I, all. I don't know either, right? So. I know some people have one that love them. I go, why do you like it? Well, because it holds more ammo. <laughs> really? Well, there's got to be something else to it than that, right? Yeah. Looks like Matt pronounced his name wrong. It's Todd Fartzold. That's actually how you say his last name tells us. Oh. Tells us, as we're told by... Uh, Did he spell it phonetically? Diablo Rios. Diablo Rios. Phonetically. Yeah. Were they on 4x6 uh, recipe cards? We probably, <laughs> I probably just screwed up Diablo Rios <laughs> while he was telling us how to pronounce Fartzold. Yeah. Worm SA says, my, my Pinocchio has never jammed and it's cheaper. Is, well, is it really point? cheaper, That's a valid point. What's, yeah. the pr- what's the price point on a Pinocchio? Yeah, it's still probably at least 100 bucks. Yeah, You know what? Let's. Uh, it's too bad we didn't have Dusty here, our research guy. He could uh, look that up for and us uh, right like, now. You know, it's never jammed. My Z2's never jammed. Yeah. I had a Halo before. They had never jammed. See, that's but the thing. I mean, it, you know, you look at guys that, you know, you look at the automotive end. You know, I know people that have never driven anything other than Chevys and say that they're the best. Can you honestly say that that's true? Um if you've I've, ever driven the I've, Chevy. I've had Chevys, Fords. I've had Dodges. I I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's all rock. the same. I, don't know. I still <laughs> like my Maserati. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Don't my, stray. Good my Maserati you. does 185. I like my, <laughs> I like, and I like my Renault. Pretty Lou has seen footballs <laughs> go through a Pinocchio. Do I see this as you have a bigger mass on top of your... like a, You have more things that can be hit by a... Uh, a larger roaming target. a paintball. We should probably just ask Geppetto why Pinocchio is better. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm being told that uh, they range anywhere between ninety and one hundred and twenty-nine bucks. I was told the same thing. Yeah. So I'm going to say Canadian is one well. thirty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> can you even buy them in Canada? That's two hundred Canadian. I don't know if there's any Pinocchio retailers. You can get. The, I think you can get a Pinocchio at the Disney store. But Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt. Let's uh, move on to these. Questions. I can tell when Todd's going to rein us back in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then. All right. All right. Let's get we can just shut these idiots up for a minute. <laughs> it's all talk. 
on top of each other. Okay, next yeah. question yeah. is for Jamie. Okay. Yeah, and it's Seb's turn. Hit it. Uh, Richard Clemens asked, should pepper rounds be used on cheaters? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. You don't always know why somebody cheated. Maybe it wasn't a cheat. Yeah. Maybe it was innocent. There you go. Neil, Neil Haley asked, do you think that this MagFed fad will bring back interest in pure stock class play? Similar no. to stock no. class? No. Cause no. It's similar, but stock class is... Not constant air. Is not constant air. It's uh, not MagFed. But if you what, were, what if is stock class for people that might not gram, know what it is? Twelve gram stick feed, ten rounds. But you could use a TPX on twelve gram, and that would be very similar to stock class. Is it talking into the mic? You sorry, I was <laughs> looking at. <laughs> he people. was talking to Zuby. You, you could argue mm-hmm. that both ways. I think I can see your point, but I can also see how it's not. Well, um, a stock class like a a Carter pump or Carter comp has a ten round feed tube, whereas a TPX yeah. only has a seven round mag. So. Yeah, you know it's 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 almost close. Um, going back to that last question about the pepper ball. Yes. Um, we were talking to um, the Tipman guys. They have um, the Tipman has a branch of of their company that has uh, a less than lethal branch, and they sell um, a pepper ball that goes with a TPIX that's fluorescent orange. That's that's meant for you know self it's defense safety and orange. safety orange. Um, more day glow, I thought. But um, well, they, the we're having we're having conversation about that, and we thought you know it'd be nice to shoot a video where we just shoot shoot a guy in the chest and see what his reaction with that pepper ball. But uh, that pepper ball is nasty stuff. Um, someone else in the chat forum who I won't name because I don't know if I should uh, said on the way out when Joe and I were talking about extravaganza, he said he got shot with a pepper ball. Uh, oh no, sorry, he didn't get shot. A pepper ball broke in his workshop. In, in his workshop. And um, he had to take everything out and clean it. And even to this day, if he moves stuff around, he can still get that sense of the pepper ball in the air. Yeah, was it Geppetto? Anybody that says <laughs> they think they, they should use them That's or they how think the they're cool odor was born. has never been <laughs> shot with one. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you that right now. And anybody who thinks that tasers are fun have never been tased before. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this is something that we should address when Gavin's back because it might be something that Terratech's looking into. If, if you weren't an infidel, Zuby, you wouldn't have that that yeah. problem I, all i know Seven, is i would six, not for let life. anybody shoot one of those pepper balls within you know no being pepper sprayed yeah. is awful oh, i can only imagine yeah, all right sorry i didn't mean to derail that i just wanted to get back to by that. seb's window no, good yeah. bastard next question <laughs> I, look at i was todd that time <laughs> jamie did <laughs> and, you have one uh, thanks guys <laughs> why don't you throw in the next question there so uh yeah. Uh, also, By Diablo way, Rios is saying in the chat forum that pepper balls are eight pepper balls for twenty bucks. That's 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 inexpensive. Yeah, but I if think. it can stop someone from breaking into your house, then so be it. It's yeah. the co- cost of doing business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this next question is for Jamie it from it. Sam Sanders. Why wouldn't PSP go to quarters instead of points over dropping BPS and coaching in the still race to seven? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got a great. Should I ask question. you that in French, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> oui. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't we paint the trees yellow and orange and let them all go play woods ball with their with their bright pajamas on? Yeah. It's actually a pretty hard question to answer. I don't um, even know if I'd have an answer to that one. Sam, we'll get back to you uh, next week. Let me uh, let me consult with Dusty on that one. That was too advanced for me. My subject care. matter expert. We might care next week. I'm just, back in. I'm just a simple woods ball guy. 
All right, let's keep this show going. Well, let's get a couple more questions. Questions? Sure, why not? We got about 10 more minutes here. Oh, do we? Uh-oh. Uh, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. 10. So Ian James asks, can I get an autographed BTB sticker from the complete cast and crew? Sure. Send us a stamp hmm. self-addressed envelope to 310 <laughs> King Street East in Cambridge, yeah. Ontario. Postal code is Norman 3 Hotel, 3 Mary 8. We will happily sign it with a Sharpie of the color of your choice, and we will drop it in your stamp self-addressed envelope to your home address. Now, we I got a question. We will even give you two. He says complete cast and crew. I'd like That's to know who he's referring to. That yeah. is. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> We've had a lot of cast and crew over the past. The current complete long. cast and crew or the... How long? Prob- we don't have a time machine. And we with Jamie, we're probably going to have a couple new ones too. Yeah, you never know what you never know what I'm going to have to sign on that. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, if you want to send an email to show at behindthebunker.com, if you miss Joe's uh, address, we're going to get you to send in a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we'll send you out some stickers. And if anybody wants stickers in general, just send us that, and uh, we'll fill an envelope full of stickers and send them your way. According to my lawyer, if I write "per" in front of my name, it releases me from a lot of liability. <laughs> P-E-R or P-U-R-R? P- P-E-R. <laughs> That's how the cat jack does. His is purr. Yeah. Can't sue a cat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep this thing going. <laughs> Zuby's rubbing his forehead, which means we need to... Yeah. He'll be okay. My eyes are burning. Well, he won't be okay. But <laughs> At least he didn't have his paw in his whiskers. <laughs> we can't fix him on this show. No. And the next question is... Maybe on the airsoft hour. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's coming up next. Uh, who's next, me or Matt? Yeah, go for it, Seb. Go for it, Seb. Right? Sure. This is uh, a question uh, directed to all the f- parents out there, apparently, from Marcus C. Should paintball be considered an acceptable form of punishment when your kid misbehave? And I'm not making this up. This is uh, right here. It's people you like that that are going to get Facebook. us get this sport yep. thrown out. Yeah, it's, I think uh, pay- any paintball should be done in a safe, controlled environment, and I don't think it's... You should be used as a as a discipline. If you would like to, if your child likes to participate in paintball activities and they are doing something that you deem inappropriate, you might, as a punishment, remove their ability to play paintball for a specified amount of time, i.e., grounding them. Um, but I don't think you should send little Johnny out in the backyard and tell him to run as you shoot him. Here's. If you're relying on paintball to be disciplinary action against your child, I'm pretty sure there's something else you can do, like, I don't know, be a parent. <laughs> make make them knee on rice in a corner. Oh, Marbles. Or frozen peas. Frozen peas, that's in Japan, right? Walk on Lego. Well, or, or Quebec, well, or we France. We don't kill the poor kid. In Quebec, they yeah. pour hot poutine on them. <laughs> Somewhere child protective <laughs> services are watching. Yeah. They pour I hot gravy on you. <laughs> if that's your idea of discipline, you can hop back on your sister and leave your son alone. Uh, yeah, there you go, Jamie. Wow. <laughs> Here's your cold poutine. I spit in it. <laughs> Please strike what Jamie just said no. for the record. He's <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, I'm so an expert on the topic. We shouldn't have to strike things from the record if they're correct. So Jonathan, with the last name difficult to pronounce, asks, Love the show, <laughs> and is the paintball industry going from 68 cal to 250 cal? Ooh. I think you'll see one of the major mm. manufacturers embrace 250 caliber as a component to be used in certain types of games or scenarios. Why, Joe? Is there because an advantage, you think? Disadvantage? No, I think you'll see some uh, some objects being shot out of 250 cal um, devices that would be used to take out tanks and bunkers, yeah. similar to rockets. Yeah. 
you could also see the advent of um, loaders that go on your back and they carry a large volume of paint and they feed your gun with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was asking, to, is he is it going to replace a 60? Oh, I don't think so. And no. I don't. Yeah, I don't see it replacing it. Maybe as an yeah, because you only right? get like maybe one round per pod, <laughs> <laughs> unless you use the Pinocchio. You know what I see in the future? Point six seven caliber replacing point six nine. Just saying. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Joe loves that comment. Before we go any further, I also want to remind anyone that listening at home, we gave uh, this week's show's winner, the LL7. Seven. Wow, am I losing it tonight. Uh, Living Legend 7 Pass that we gave away tonight went to Shelby Spear. And if you guys would like to um, win another one, we're giving away four more. Uh, this week we're going to draw again for another one all you need to do is go to our instagram page and like it it's behind the bunker on instagram and uh all of our users on instagram we're going to put into a draw next week and uh, one of the person will uh win another pass if shelby's listening now please uh call in live to todd's cell phone the number is <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a 1976 very good our skype is also open and we're watching our chat roll as well so if you have any questions get them up on there otherwise uh who's got the next question i do i do Nice. A uh, question from Robert Manatuwabi. Uh, with all the paintball games you've attended, what was the most memorable missions you have taken part of? Need some ideas? What would you like to see in a paintball game? Come on, guys. Let's get a game going for paintball players designed by paintball player. To, en to enhance big game experiences, let's hear some stories. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no stories. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say, uh, um, what do we <laughs> call? I I can't remember which game it was. What's the fall big game, Joe? The one, which one yeah. last year? A Phoenix project. Yeah, Phoenix project. Phoenix project. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, that was. You know, I played enough of them. You think I'd remember the name of it? But uh, uh, not last summer. Summer before we played, and uh, we actually brought out our, our a whole squad, which was nice. If you can uh, play a big game and get out a whole squad yourself, so you've got you know you've got an engineer in your squad, you've got a radio guy, you've got a medic, and you can do missions all together with your friends. Uh, I did one with my son, a bunch of his friends, a bunch of my friends, and uh, probably the most memorable day of paintball because you're all together for the day, yep. and uh, you know it's fun it's fun to go out and meet new people, but it's also fun when you can go out and have your own squad to work with for the day. So. Mm -hmm. I have a story of one that I would not want to do again. Um, Joe and I were at a big game many years ago. I won't mention the field because it's ridiculous, the, the mission that we ran. Um, but the mission was to go to X Corner, grab a crate, and bring that crate back to wherever. I don't remember the specifics. But I remember finally finding the crate. It was up on the top of a ravine. Uh, the boundary rope was at the top of the ravine. So the only way down... Uh, was going down the ravine or along the very top of it and what the crate was that we were getting was something that was i would say half the size of a coffin and uh we found later on that it was filled with bricks uh, uh do you remember this one joe yes i recall oh, so we had to, to me in a phoenix bro yeah, <laughs> so we had to Six lug this thing along the crated. top of ravine hurting ourselves shooting down at guys shooting up at us it was ridiculous when we finally got back there we either ran out of time or it wasn't worth the points that we did it was frustrating it 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 did not want to go back to that field again. It was the most ridiculous mission. I could have sat in the staging area squeegeeing my barrel and had more fun. <laughs> my, oh, I got yeah. a, I got a cord in my bell. <laughs> he right. said, Zuby, have you had any good missions at any scenario games? Um, you and I had one at a, at, at a game two years ago that you and I played. 
Um, we uh, they had like this uh, this 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 I would say castle, and they had a moat all the way around it, and they had a couple culverts through. Oh yeah, we cleaned house. That wasn't bad, but the only downside is it was it was within a hundred meters of the general the opposing general's base, and not only did we take that, we ended up sending a couple guys, and they just literally walked over and took the general's base and yep. got the general out hey, of there. But hey, uh, wolf. How did that feel? <laughs> oh, that's right. He was uh, that was Wolf against. Uh, I did that to him three times that day. Yeah, the teams were a little uns- little stacked that day, weren't they? Well, we had you, me, and Sonny Lopez. <laughs> uh, who else was and there? Sarge was on our team. Sarge was there. Um, well, we had someone else. Uh, who who yeah. was there with Sonny? Chuck Norris. Kaz was on our team. Well, Kaz doesn't play paintball. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> I'm just trying to think who else we had. I can't no, remember. Kaz was on the other team. Oh, we had Will. It's a shot him in the in Will the from Valken was on our team. Well, yeah, Valken Will was there. But there was another pro player there, wasn't there? John Claude Van Damme. We all went all four of us went out with the pump. Yeah, I know so who you're talking about, but I can't remember. I can't remember. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I remember back in the eighties. <laughs> Joe, you and I did a mission back in the eighties. Yes, back in the eighties. We got in your uh square Tahoe. Yes. And the part of the mission was to travel to Michigan to a paintball field we'd never been to. Uh, on that mission, we had to dodge a lot of dead deer on the road because we were in northern <laughs> Michigan. That's right. And there was a... Uh, Do you remember that transport and the tire fell the off tra- the transport and yes. we ended up on the hill? and The transport tire fell off in front of oh. us. I mean, these are missions that we had to do just to get to play paintball. <laughs> you kids today don't know how easy you've got it. You kids today. Yeah. We <laughs> had to do missions before we did missions. <laughs> hey, uh, guest721 in the chat asks, if you play scenario, no, if you play scenario affects your way that you play speedball. So I know. I le- try reading that too. So I'm just taking it as if you play scenario, does that affect the way you play speedball? Um, yes. Probably, yeah. Guys that play mm-hmm. scenario, and, and don't take this the wrong way because I love both speedball and scenario, but when you play speedball, you get very tunnel visioned. You get concentrated on making sure that your team has your back and you listen for them so that you're only looking at and doing what your job is. And that's Reminding the point. Your own lane. When you Yes. When you play speedball, you have a job. It is your job to do that and nothing more, nothing above it. But when you get a good scenario player who plays, you know, scenario games all the time and, uh, um, you know, he, he learns that he can't look through one window for the entire time. He has to look around him because teams are constantly flanking. Uh, his team gets annihilated and he's by himself all of a sudden. So I think when you're playing scenario, you learn far more about keeping your heads up and uh, looking around and being more cognizant of what's going on around and you. And paint conservation, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Paint conservation for sure. Mm-hmm. For and sure. where to eat. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Playing scenario, you learn that paint doesn't solve everything. Yeah. A good, well-rounded player will learn how like to that, play Matt? pump. It was okay. Oh, you will like also yeah. play a lot of scenario. Paint is not the solution. And also, um, you know, do drills and skills with a speedball guy. If you can do all three of those, you're going to get the best of all. Th- you know, best of all worlds. All right, I got another question. Uh, Nicholas Fontaine. How would people feel if in Milsim you needed only a head or upper torso hit to kill? And could it become a thing? I think it would be interesting. I don't agree with doing that. I don't agree with that headshot only kills. He said tor- like waist yeah, up. he said waist up. Well, you know, I, I know, but waist up. Get your facts straight. Very quickly <laughs> becomes, you know, headshot only and all that stuff. And it's, yeah. to, to be able to say you specifically can only hit one part of a person, it's it, kind of ridiculous. It's difficult. Well, it, it is Milsim. How serious do they want to take it? But Zuby's right. A hit is a hit is a hit as far as I'm concerned. I mean, where does your hit begin? Do you, If you jack your pants up to the underneath of your boobs, do you, do you have a smaller kill, <laughs> kill area? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm being serious, right? 
Don't um, laugh. Due to a uh, <laughs> ordering error, error last year of team uniforms, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that why like boxers have those shorts that go up to their, their nipples pretty much? <laughs> pants are huge. So yeah. you get shot is, in the leg, do you have to limp? <laughs> but you can play on? Just uh, it's just odds. far easier it's as a but ref. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> it's a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. It's far easier to ref if you have anywhere that's hit is your hit. And I, I don't like this gunshots don't count. That's I don't. I, I honestly don't believe it teaches people Anything. proper paintball form. Like if you can say no, no gun hits count, then people just stick their marker out a window and just sit there and wail on you. It's like, yeah. wait, you got no sense of where you, you, uh, yeah. you are and what's attached to you. I so agree with what you're pointless. saying for Woodsball, and I I agree with that. Just these guys are talking milsim and and how you know. Yeah. How much of a simulation do you want it to be? CX4 Explosive in the chat says scenario is great to develop field sense. I guess that would be a good good term to use, field sense. Yeah, but I could argue that speedball is also a very good... to develop good nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You can say by far that I, speedball, I wouldn't say encourages it, but does not help break the idea of tunnel vision. Yeah, it oh, encourages fine. tunnel vision because... I shouldn't say tunnel vision. It encourages one to do one's job. It doesn't break down the boundaries. Yeah. It just it focuses yeah. on when it. When you as a speedball player have a task to do, you have a lane to shoot, you have a bunker to guard, if you look away or get off of that target, then you get ostracized, right? So yeah. um, it's the complete opposite on scenario. I mean, yes, you have that objective to do, but you've got to be heads up out there. But you know what? I, I, I am seeing a, a trend in speedball where, like if you look at uh, Ali Lang last year, he's more of a well-rounded player now. Where before, you know, eight years ago on, he was a snake guy. Like, he was, you know, great off the uh, breakout. But now, I'm seeing a lot more well-rounded player where that can be a back, that can be a snake yeah. player. Like you know who, who I think is a well-rounded player? Um, and, and not him specifically, but people like Mr. Yu, who plays for the Ironman, but also goes out and plays on the die tactical team. He's out there at uh, big games every couple of weekends. You get people like him... Mr. Um, I mean, Frazier too is great. Uh, uh, Ryan Moorhead. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good. The all Jamie King. <laughs> yes, you are. Jamie Thanks, King. Yeah. Sorry. All right, guys. We have time for maybe one more question. Let's yes, try and sneak one, one more, more in, and then uh, we have to... Uh, it's nearly blacklist time. No more Hawaii Five O. That's not on, on Friday nights. Oh. She's not your girlfriend. Blacklist. She's your target. Uh, trying to find a question, a good question to end the show on, but uh, I can't, so I'm going to ask this one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a show ending oh, quality oh, question? Oh, please say the person's name, too, so they can feel good about themselves. <laughs> uh, this is actually, i like to know the answer to this as well. Um, Tim Zablekis, Zablekis? Zabrikis? Yes, could be Zabrikis. Will the HK Army KLR ever be released? Yes. Uh, three weeks. You're actually going to see it, I understand. And don't quote me on this, but last I heard is you're going to see it this week at Dallas for sale. Um, I'm not going to tell you my source, and I'm not going to say it's 100% true, but I heard that that's where they're going to be released. So if you want one bad enough, send some money down, and uh, yeah, you might be able to get one. Now, um, Seb, Ryan, guest in the chat, says it's not true. Ollie Lang played all over the field uh, and started in the woods, but that helps encourage your, you know, your, your point. Um, That's what I was saying, Dar Ryan. Ali yeah. Lang is a well-rounded player, but now that I, it's the first thing that came to mind. Actually, yeah. the guy I really wanted to uh, mention Angel was the was the Nick guy. Guys, I just like to point out that Jamie Ryan, King. Ryan used the word Angel there, 
and I'd like to uh, have a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can Ryan you hit wrote your that. button there about the uh, <laughs> Ryan wrote opinion. that word, not me. <laughs> now, Jamie, can we find out what your new position is? Has have you signed your deal yet? We haven't signed it, but I guarantee you that next Saturday it comes. Whoa. The release. The release. The release. Oh. AKA. Actually, next, I said next Saturday, shot. didn't I? You Saturday. did. Yeah. Well, you know what? Because the show's so exciting, it feels like a Saturday night to me. <laughs> <laughs> next Very Monday good. is going to be the big release and paintball poetry. Speaking of big release, uh, Tuesday is the release for Titan Falls for all you gamers out there. Yeah, uh, buddy. Titan Falls. Check it out, folks. It's. Uh, yeah, it's good. Very good. Awesome. All right, guys. Asteroids? Why don't we... Uh, Frogger. Asteroids. You know the one where it just I had spins? This, Jamie, did I ever tell you the story? I had this... I used to have this hangout when I was in high school, and uh, we used to go there every lunch hour and play Frogger. Sick. And uh, I got the high score in it, and I went back there because they were closing the... Was the, that, uh, that kind of day where there's just the right amount of pizza grease on the Exactly. Well, I went back a couple weeks ago because I heard they were closing, so I thought I'd go in for one last slice. And um, Sorry. the guy was selling the machine. So I ended up, I got a guy who had a truck, an electrician, and he kept the battery, uh, the uh, the Frogger machine live so I wouldn't lose my score. Nice. Um, yeah, the only problem is I had to take the Frogger machine and cross it across a road to get to the truck. And it was, uh, I inevitably didn't play well enough and the truck drove it over. But uh, Oh, man. <laughs> Did you lose your high score? I lost my high score. Where I lost now? the whole machine. Frogger. Where is it now? Did Bollocks. you take home some of the parts? All I did was yell serenity now and I was fine. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Sanity later. All right, guys. And with that, I'm Insanity going to end later. the program. Um, thank you, Josh Subis Brickus, for being in. Oh, thank you, Todd. And Josh, Josh. Uh, or Joe <laughs> Kimson from Blackwater's <laughs> Paint. Thank Josh's. you very much for having me. And Josh King. Josh King, yes. <laughs> thank you for being in from an unknown company, which will be really re- revealed on Saturday. And Matt and Seb, thank you for being in and answering Saturday's all the questions. Yep. Did we get through them all, or do you still have more? Uh, I, I picked and chosed. Just so that I chose. <laughs> okay. Chosed. We'll, we'll get Choose the rest of them favorites. next week, uh, as well as the rest Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, we will see you guys next week on our show. Just a reminder, if you want to win a ticket to Living Legend 7 that includes two cases of paint, entry, air, as well as a free hug from Sean Scott, all you need to do is go over to our um, Instagram and like it. And next week we will draw from that. And I'll be making an appearance this Wednesday at Flag Readers Indoor in Kitchener. Awesome. Ah, see you then. Very nice. All right, guys. So with that, thank you very much for watching. We will see you next week. <laughs>